Hey, so thanks so much for joining me today. Today we're going to be talking about faith now, now faith. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you so much that you're here. You said when we gather in your name that you are here in the midst of us. And we just receive from you today, Lord, what you want to give us. We thank you that you want us to have understanding, revelation, knowledge as how to live in your kingdom. And we just love you for that. We thank you that you care and you want us to know. And so we're just ready. We're just wanting to hear you today. We thank you for the knowledge. You're going to speak through me. In Jesus' name, amen. God is so good. He's so cool. I'm so excited to serve him. And as I said, today we're going to talk about how we need to use our faith now. Hebrews 11.1 says, Now faith. And God was talking to me about this for a couple days. And the now faith really means now. Now faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed, the things we hope for, being the proof of things we do not see, and the conjunction of their reality, faith perceiving as real fact, what is not revealed to the senses. So, what it's saying is we need faith to get the thing that we hope for. It's not revealed to your senses, but your faith is God on the inside of you, having the revelation of His truth. And we get faith by hearing the Word. Romans 10, 17 tells us that we can increase our faith, we get our faith, by hearing the Word of God. And of course, the Word of God is our faith, He's our truth. The revelation knowledge that He has for us comes as we look at the Word. We get understanding, and that's how we can live in His kingdom, right here and right now. That's how we do it. And so today, He wants us to talk about doing it now. Now faith. You know, people wonder why things take so long. And they take so long, Hosea says, my people perish for lack of knowledge, and it's for a lack of knowledge. And a lie the enemy tells us that God is a mystery. And God, God's word is a mystery, but not for those who are seeking after him. So we have to do that to get that revelation knowledge. And so even by listening to me today, you're seeking after God. You're getting faith to increase your knowledge to have revelation knowledge. Jesus said in Mark 4, if you didn't understand this one thing, you wouldn't understand anything. And he was telling a few things, but the thing I want to focus on that he said, as soon as you hear the word, the enemy is going to try to take it. And so now faith, and Jesus also said that your faith is your slave. It's your tool. You're to use the faith that you get. You hear the word of God, you get faith. And then you don't just lay it on the shelf. You know, you, you cultivate it, you keep hearing it, and it gets stronger and bigger, and then you put it to work. You use your faith by action. You act like what you're already hoping for is already there. And James 2.17 tells us that faith without action is dead. So if we have faith, but we don't have the action, then our faith just withers away and dies. We are to speak what we believe. If you believe something, you're going to talk it, you're going to live it, you're going to act it. So that's pretty simple. So faith without action is dead. And so that is putting our faith to work. And as we get faith, our fruit just becomes um, bigger and healthier. And, you know, Satan wants to squeeze the fruit out of the vine. 
He wants to squeeze the fruit out of you. Jesus said he's the vine, we're the branches. And we get fruit by hanging out with Jesus, being on that vine and letting him get rid of the doubt in our life. And Satan is wanting to steal that from you because then you can ask anything and it'll be done for you. Because when you're in agreement with Jesus, when you're in agreement with the Father, then you can ask anything. Then you prove to be a true disciple of his and you glorify the Father. And Satan doesn't want that. As soon as you hear the word, as soon as you get faith, he's going to come and try to take it from you so that you don't have fruits. So you don't have 30, 60, 100 fold return. God is so good. He really wants us to have this understanding today. So you hear the word, you get faith. And then if you don't act that faith out, it's going to wither and die. It's just going to shrivel up and go away. Just like if you put fruit on the counter, you come home and you put fruit on the counter and you don't eat it, it's going to spoil. Satan comes to spoil the vine. He, he comes to take that word from you. And, you know, we got to be aware of his tactics. We have to. We have to be aware. We have to be ready for when he comes. We have to have this revelation knowledge. And that's why we hear the word. We have to know that Satan's going to come as soon as you hear the word. He's going to try to get you offended, distracted, um, just get your mind on anything else, worried, anything he can do to steal that word from you. He's going to do that if you allow him to, but you, you got to get your ammunition. You got to be ready. You, you don't want to just get up in the morning and just take off and go into um, battle without your armor on. You got to get up you got to hear the word of God. you got to be ready for his attacks, and then you're going to win, and then you're going to be established, and then he can come against you, and nothing's going to happen because you got this, because you're established. You're immovable in your faith, and that's what God is calling us to do when we do that, when we act right away. You can't get faith and then set it down and then still act the other way you were acting before you, like if you're believing God to get healed. You get that faith for that, and then you start acting out your healing. And the Holy Spirit's going to help you to do that. You start acting out your healing, and that's putting that faith into action. Now faith is the thing that you need. You need faith now, and then act on that faith. Bring it into existence as if it already is, just like we read. So God is saying that he, to, to us today. He's saying, get faith, and then put it to work now. Do it now. Don't let it sit there. Don't wait. Don't put it off. You know, the longer you put something off, the less you're going to believe it. You know, and God says something to me, like, you know, even to start this ministry and um, all the things that he's asking me to do. You know, if I don't do it right away, I forget about it. And even if I start doing it right away, Satan comes and he says, oh, you can't do that. Oh, this, oh, that, oh, you can't do this, you can't have, you know, it's just not going to work. And then if you listen to him, then, you know, he, he's squeezing that fruit. <laughs> he's squeezing your faith and he's going to get it down to nothing if you let him. And so that's where faith comes by hearing, comes in. You know, he comes to discourage you, to get you to not to obey God. Because when you obey God, that's when things happen. And so you put your assignment on the shelf and it starts fading away. And then you wonder why things aren't happening in your life. And it's because you haven't done what God told you to do. 
And so anyway, when you sit before him, when you sit at his feet every morning, he's going to encourage you. He is. And um, you're going to get back up and you're going to do it again. And this time you're going to be more prepared than you were the last time. You're going to know it's the voice of the enemy trying to stop you, trying to discourage you. And you're not just not going to let him do it. You're not going to let him do it. You've got this. You know his ploys. And that's how we go on our day. We, we, we get in the Word and we remember. You remember every day. You have to have it every day um, so that you know what you're up against. You know that he's going to come. And I started to tell you um, that the things that he does, you know, the other thing he'll do is if God tells you to do something or if you're believing for your healing or whatever it is, he's going to try to distract you from that. He's going to try to get your eyes on something else. Jesus said in Mark 4, he told all the things that the enemy uses, and he'll just use anything that he can to squeeze that word out of you. He doesn't want you to have the word of God. He doesn't want you to have victory. He doesn't want you to live that life that Jesus came. He doesn't want you to live that abundant life. And um, he's going to do anything he can to stop you. That's his objective. That's what he lives for. He's out to kill, still, and destroy. And so God is saying, he's giving us revelation knowledge. He's saying, act now. Because if you don't act now, Satan's going to come and take it from you. And, you know, we so easily do that. And God is just saying, don't procrastinate. Do it right away. And then you're going to see what you were believing for. Then it's going to happen. And you're going to be well on your way to live that venture of a life that God wants you to live. You know, if, if we keep going, getting up and going and getting stuck and going up and getting stuck, I mean, that's not a good thing because then we're just going to get worn out and it's not going to look like God's word is true to us or to anyone else. And that's Satan's ploy. That's what he wants. He wants you to quit and to give up. He doesn't want you to keep going. And that's how he stops you. As soon as you hear the word, he's going to come with everything he's got to get you to quit. And you got to know this. And it's in Mark 4. He tells us in Mark 4. And if you don't know it, you're just going to be walking around in the wilderness forever and nothing's ever going to happen. And then we're going to start questioning God. And God is not the one to be questioned. We have to question ourselves. We have to look at ourselves and judge ourselves. Am I hearing the word? Am I acting on the word? And if you're not doing either one of those, you really don't have faith, and it's impossible to please God without faith. So we have to hear the word. We have to act on it right away to keep Satan from taking it. And then we're going to see that enterprise. Then we're going to see ourselves on that venture, living that life that God called you to live, live living in heaven right here on the earth. How amazing is that? And so the key is then to act now, to be aware of Satan's tactics. Know that he is really and truly going to come. Jesus said that. If you don't understand this, you won't understand anything. And when he comes, you have to know that he's stealing your eternity. He's stealing revelation knowledge. He's stealing your relationship. He's stealing your joy, your peace, your contentment, your calling. He's stealing everything from you when he steals God from you because God is your source. God is your source. You know, if you start feeling, I just feel like God is telling me to say this, if you start feeling down and out, you know, check who you are listening to. 
Because when you're listening to the word, you're going to have happiness, peace, joy, and contentment. Whatever you're facing is going to look easy because you know it's him and you. He's doing it. He's doing that work. He's on the inside of you. No, you can't do it. But when you stay on the vine, then you're connected. And he's going to do it in you, which is why Satan wants you off the vine. If you're not hooked up to the vine, you're a dead branch. And you get thrown off and cast into the fire. And so he is after the God that you need to be going after. He wants to take God from you. He wants you to live depressed and sick and broke and in discontentment. He wants you miserable. And so if you find yourself miserable right now, I just believe God is talking to you. You need to get out the book. You know, we look everywhere else for an answer except to God. How many people have I counseled? I'm like, get out the book. Hear the word. I don't have time for that. Well, then you lost. You're not going to make it because faith comes by hearing God. And if you don't hear God, you're not going to make it. If you don't get the revelation knowledge you need from God, his personal word to you, um, the good news, you're not going to make it. Because if you don't have time to hear him, you're hearing the enemy all day long through all different sorts of avenues. You know, he's on TV, he's on Facebook, he's on the news. He's all around you. He's coming out of people's mouths because people don't speak the word of God too often. They're speaking the word of the enemy. They're speaking the bad report. They're saying what is. And God's way is to call things to be not as though they were. You're happy when you believe. You might look fruity, and that's okay, because you're supposed to have fruit. You might look fruity. But you got the word of God and you have happiness, peace, joy, and contentment. And you got your faith out there and it's going to produce that thing that you're believing in pretty soon. You're not going to look so fruity because people are going to see what you said. When you say to the mountain, whatever you believe you say will happen. And, you know, we look pretty giddy once in a while, but it's okay. We're supposed to. We're supposed to look peculiar. We're supposed to be happy. So, you know, there's so many people that are just walking around in doom and gloom and looking everywhere except right here in the book. Here's your answer. Jesus on the inside of you, in your heart, when you ask him to come and live on the inside of you, he's in there. He's really in there. He's always there. I just want to say this again. I said it yesterday. Don't believe a lie. People say that God gets quiet. He's not going to get quiet. He's not mad at you. He doesn't have an attitude. (laughs) We have the attitude. You know, we get an attitude towards him because we're listening to the lie. But when he comes to live on the inside of you, when you invite him, Revelation 3.20 says he's knocking already at the door of your heart and you invite him in, he's going to come in and dine with you. He said, that's the truth. And if he's going to dine with you, I don't think it'll be in silence. (laughs) God wants to talk to you. He wants to give you revelation knowledge. I'm thinking about in Mark 4 when the disciples were asking Jesus what the parable meant. And he said, to you has been entrusted the mysteries of the kingdom of God. Those mysteries go on and on and on and on and on. There's so much to know. And so you have to look at the word of God. That's your answer. That's the mystery revealed. It's not your best friend. It's not the alcohol. It's not the food. It's not even your pastor. I mean, yeah, you got to hear the word. 
he's preaching the word, but be careful. There's a lot of false prophets. And um, so Jesus said, be careful what you're listening to. And um, so we got to hear the word. And the best thing is to look at it. And the Holy Spirit, Jesus said he's going to come live on the inside of you. The Holy Spirit is going to remind you of the things that Jesus said. He's going to tell you things to come. He's the real deal. You can listen to him every day. Jesus gave up his life so that he could be with you all the time. That's one of the things that happened then. And so you don't have to be without revelation knowledge or wisdom. You don't have to go to any other source. You got him right here, right now, and all the time. He said he would never leave you or forsake you. He's going to come live on the inside of you. The Holy Spirit was going to counsel you, be your standby, anything you need. It's always there for you. And so you got him all the time. And that is amazing that he wants to come and live on the inside of us. Jesus said, I'm in you and you're in me. When you obey him, he's there all the time and he doesn't stop talking. If you ignore him and walk away from him and cut him off, well, that's a different story. But I believe he's still, because he doesn't give up on us, he's still going to seek after you. So, now faith. Now. Use your faith now. Do it right away. Don't give the enemy a chance to come in and start squeezing on your fruit, squeezing all that uh, faith out of you. Just act on the word right away. Make a decision. You're going to believe God. Ask them to come live on the inside of you. And you can do that anytime. It's not a fancy prayer. You just say, Jesus, I know you're knocking on the door of my heart. I'm asking you to come and live on the inside of me. And he's going to be there. And if you come in agreement with him, you're going to hear him talking to you more clearly than ever when you're in agreement with him. It's hard to hear him when you're not in agreement with him or you're offended at him. And that's why the enemy tries so hard to, to get you offended at God, to make you think a lie about God. But the truth is right here. And so all you got to do is look at it. Look at it, take it in, get filled up on it, and you'll never be happier. You'll never be fuller. And then God's going to teach you how to live your life his way. And so when you ask him to come live on the inside of you, he's there. And he's everything that you need. You just got to give him time, your time and your attention. And he'll get everything all fixed up for you. And you'll live that life that he called you to live. You won't have any worries because you get to cast all your worries on him. And he's going to take care of them for you. All you have to do is what he tells you to do. God is so in love with you. If you never asked him, come and live on the inside of you. You can do that now. I can pray with you right now. All you have to do is say, dear Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you gave up your life. You took our, our sin for us. You made it so that we're right with the Father. You bore sickness or disease or sorrow or pain. And um, you want to come and be with us all the time. We thank you for all that. We're just asking you to come live on the inside of us and be our God and teach us, correct us, help us to live that new life, that new venture. Get, get on that, that venture that you're calling us to. Reveal to us the, the things that you're calling us to do and we're willing to do them. Can't do anything without you. Lord, I just want to say that I'm willing to do anything you want me to do as long as you help me. And I thank you and praise you for that. We love you so much. In Jesus' name, amen. So if you said that prayer or if you didn't, you can say it anytime. 
he, and he'll come. And if you said it now he, and you meant it, he's living on the inside of you. He's going to be everything you need. He's going to teach you. He, he's, he's just amazing. He's going to help you to get to know him as you give him that time and attention. And the more time and attention you give him, the faster that will go. Well, thanks so much for listening today, and God bless you.